Financial support for the products of the Ride On Network comes from Bo's Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bo's is open Monday to Friday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and offers some of the best food in the Florida panhandle. Different daily specials every day of the week with fresh sides, which creates a unique experience every time you return to Bo's. For takeout orders, catering, or any other questions, contact them today at Welcome to another exciting episode of Right on Squared Circle. Uh, today, I am your host, Uncle Scooter. I got my boy, Danny G, with me to here today. Uh, sadly, the streak has been ended, and Kyle will not be here this week. We made it a strong, I think, two weeks. Not more than that. We had like a good month straight. Oh, a good month? Maybe like a good month straight of Kyle. Like, not four, I would say four or five episodes straight, minus the... Two weeks off you guys have for COVID. COVID. Okay. So we, we made a little bit, but the streak has ended, sadly. But SummerSlam, Dan. Man, what an event. What a what a week this past week has been for wrestling. Oof. Yeah. Um, I do want to open the show with one thing, though. I so, here. Obviously, this last Friday, CM Punk debuted on AEW Rampage. Yes. This has been talked about for, for weeks, and then even a few days afterwards, I just want to say one thing. All right, let's hear if it. Anyone on the internet is constantly or consistently and continually making fun of that kid that was crying in the crowd. You're a weirdo and a loser if you're making oh, fun dude, of that yeah. kid. Dude, you're dude. a weirdo and a loser if you're making fun of that kid. We don't condone any type of bullying or hate on the show. And I feel bad for people that are making fun of that guy because that shows that you have zero passion. For wrestling. for wrestling, and that kid, that kid has all the passion in the world, and you know, you don't know. CM Punk could have changed that kid's life, and uh, wait, that he could have just inspired him to do something. You know, so I just want to open the show like that. If you're making fun, if you're making fun of that kid, you can hit that unfollow button on all of our social media pages because I don't want you. Uh, no, nah, dude, we don't condone that shit, man. That was a that was a true wrestling fan. Yeah, that was someone who loves this business, and he loves CM Punk, and. I really do hope that Tommy Dreamer found his information and they, you know. You I know, hope so too, man. I did see that. that the wrestling experience of a lifetime. Absolutely. But, so, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Punk a little bit later because that was, that was a huge moment for wrestling. But let's dive in a little bit into SummerSlam. Obviously, we're not going to cover every single match, but we'll cover the big, you know, like title changes and stuff. So, first, we have the Raw Tad Team Champions changing hands. We now have rated RK Bro as the champions. I mean, personally, me, I'm excited. Love it. I think the team, I I love the team because you have the veteran skills of Randy and then you have this goofball of Riddle. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's just a contrasting styles, but it just, I guess it's opposite to tracks. It works. Very Um, much. But, you know, I will say this though, before we get into, can I skip to my rating of SummerSlam and then we'll dissect each match? Yeah, go right ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I, there was some bad, obviously. There's some matches were just terrible. Yes. 
Um, obviously, there were the great ones. We'll touch the great ones. I think a lot of I think the you know the widely popular match that of the night was uh, Edge and Seth. Absolutely. Um, I personally gave SummerSlam a seven out of ten. Okay. I felt like the show could have been way better. Um, I did not like the Goldberg Bobby Lashley match. Um, really? Goldberg Goldberg just did not look good. He was. I mean, when, when Goldberg lifted Bobby Lashley off the top rope and threw him. Oh, that was terrifying. That's, that's that's dangerous. That was dangerous. Like he didn't do it properly. He could have. He almost killed Bobby Lashley. And if you look, and if you look closely, when MVP, when um when MVP hit him with the cane, it was such a delayed reaction when he got hit in the back of the leg. <laughs> yes. I'm like, come on, man. Like, and a lot of and it like was. the spear and like the spears too were just ugh. It was awful. I didn't. I didn't like that match. Um, but yeah, no, for me, seven out of ten. I thought that was a fair rating. Like the good, yeah, I was no, the, the, the good, the good outweighed the bad. Um, props to WWE and uh, numbers were saying that was the highest grossing pay per view of all time. I think it was I the highest the grossing big, SummerSlam they've ever had. Highest grossing SummerSlam, yeah. Um, I think it was smart to put on a Saturday. I think that was. I think that I really attributed to it, but um, yeah, no. For me, it was a seven out of ten, which is a for in my in my scale, seven to eight is good, nine to ten is excellent, and I gave it a. I think I think a seven was a fair. Oh, that's a fair because there was rating. there was some there was a couple just kind of like weak. Okay, you know, like they were okay matches. I know Kyle, we've need him talked about before. He gave it about an eight out of ten. Me personally, I'm in like more of the eight or nine out of ten, but that's also because I watched it in a movie theater. So like that was so unreal to see for some reason. <laughs> but diving a little more into this pay-per-view, yeah, we had more of the weaker matches, like you had Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss, which that was horrible. Oh, <laughs> that's all was, I can say there about was it. No, there was no point for that match to have taken place. <laughs> nope. It should have been a pre-card or pre-show match or just not on the card. But yeah, that and honestly, the freaking pre match should have been the on the main card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BD versus Baron Corbin, like at least rather have that. On my, rather have that. Yeah, but so moving on, we had uh Damien Priest versus Sheamus for the United States Championship. Loved it. I loved it too. I love that Damien Priest. You know, is getting his moment. He's getting his title shot. Me personally, I just like seeing Sheamus as the United States Champion. So I was a little bummed out, but. At the same time, this is – I'm hoping this does good for Damien Sorry, that's my ESPN ringer. <laughs> but I hope – I hope this helps Priest become more of a – I don't know if I want to say main eventer yet. But more of a, you know, more regular household name in the world of wrestling at least. But I don't know. What did you, you think about it? That was one of those matches where it could have gone either way, and I would have been content with the finish. Um, maybe I don't. Th- I don't want to say slightly early to put a belt on Damian Priest. I think he's definitely earned it. And like I said on the pre, our pre SummerSlam show, he was like right there at like the okay, let's put a mid card uh, a mid card title on him, and they they decided to do it. Uh, uh, I thought the match was phenomenal. Very back and forth. Two physical guys. And, Very physical, and I, I guess that that was that was one of those matches where the you know it was that was where I put the good, 
Like that was a yeah. very, very, very good match. And I think uh, Kyle had said that match was going to fly under the radar, which it did. It did. It very much did. But I do agree. Like it was, it was the first solid match we had of the night. Because then we had our SmackDown championship match. You had the Mysterios versus the Usos. That was another waste of a match, in my opinion. Okay, so I'm I'm glad we're on the same page there. I I love the Usos and I love the Mysterios. Personally, I don't like the Mysterios as a tag team. I would Same. much rather see Dad versus Son, which I think is going to happen. Oh, it'll you know it'll come down to it. it that'll it, that will be in in my opinion. I think that's going to be when they're going to put when Dominic, um, Dominic, gets, when Dominic gets custody role, of his father. Yeah, he's going to over. He's going to screw over his father <laughs> or attack him something. So yeah, when we had that match, solid tag team match for a tag team match, but it was definitely just okay. You know, let's let's get the match out of the way. And it of was one of team. it was definitely one of those matches where, like, I guess I could have done without it. I knew he was going to win. It didn't oh, work. Yeah. The titles off the Usos that fast. Um, I, I, not that I have a vendetta against Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I just don't understand why. What's so special about him? And why he got to skip NXT? Because his dad's Rey Mysterio, dude. Well, Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair's father is one of the greatest of all time, and she still had to work. She her went way through it. That, that's that. That's what I don't get either. I don't understand why he didn't have to go through the rings and learn how to be a wrestler. Like, like I don't, I don't understand that. Like, it, it made no sense to me, and it sometimes it shows in the ring that like he's not. It's not that good, in my opinion. No, he's not. He's he's it's like, he's it's, learning, but he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, I'm saying that I, I think you could have done that at NXT, and especially now with you know NXT going through a whole revamp, you could have done something. But I, did, yeah, it was definitely a. Uh, it was. I'm not gonna say a waste of a match, but I definitely do agree. I could have I could have gone without this match, and I would have been perfectly okay with it. But let's talk about the uh, the the biggest. I think what was the biggest shocker of the night, and that is the SmackDown Women's Championship match. So going into this pay per view, it was supposed to be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think most people were excited for this match. Two solid wrestlers, Bianca going in as champion, and then. Boom, we get hit with the news. <clears throat> Sasha's not gonna, you know, Sasha's not gonna be there tonight to wrestle. Which, okay. So then we get Carmella. <laughs> I don't know about you. I was just ill when I heard her music hit because I was like, we we were about to have a great match, and now we're about to get this throwaway shithole. Oh, I was so mad. Oh, I was mad as hell. Got to the ring and then it happened. You hear the oh, 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 and so on and so forth of Becky Lynch's music. <laughs> you want to know the funny thing is, though? So when Carmelo's music hit, I walked away. Oh, I, walked, no. I was watching. I was watching. And luckily, we're in my, in my parents' house. The living room and the kitchen are kind of connected. Uh-huh. So I was able to walk out, and I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm like screw this match, man. Like, you're really going to do that to us? Like, on a right. SummerSlam? On a SummerSlam. And I opened up the fridge to try and, like, look for something to eat. And all of a sudden, boom, I hear Becky's music hit. And I do, like, this like this really quick turn. <laughs> <laughs> I go, wait a minute. 
dude. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Me. We, the people in the movie theater, we came on, you know, we came on glued because you know it's Betty Lynch. Yeah. And that was, you know, it was cool to see her finally get to return after a year being away, you know, becoming a mother and all that. But then let's talk about what happened, because I, I'm a huge Lynch fan, and you know I'm a diehard WWE fan. But fuck what they did to us. That was a complete shit show. Because oh. I was like, cool, we're going to get, we're going to get Lynch versus Bianca. Like, okay, we're we're still going to get a good match. But she hit him with like what? Like it looked like a fucking modified choke slam. <laughs> and then got a three count. Like one move, and the title changes hands. Like you've got to be joking me. I I hated it. I hated it. I because it 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 did I, nothing. It did bad. nothing I'm for either. About it. It I'm did nothing upset. for him. Yeah. Twenty twenty six seconds. Was that it? Twenty six seconds. Twenty six seconds it took. And like I said, and like but like before anyone says that Becky's like the biggest star, I don't have an issue with her winning. But twenty six seconds, really? Yes. You yeah. couldn't actually make it like a real wrestling match. Like, call it what you will, but like you know. No, you're I, absolutely no, no. You're absolutely right. They they had two phenomenal, phenomenal athletes in that ring to put like on a good sometimes, match. Sometimes, some like, like they they've done such a great job with the women's division to like legitimize it and everything, and then you do this, and then they do this. Yep, you do this. So now, like, I'm like, now why am I going to take your women's division seriously? If we have all this talent, but then Team Captain comes back and reclaims the gold, and I know why. I know why WWE did this crap because they're gonna put Becky Lynch against Charlotte Flair at the Survivor Series. Yeah, and we're gonna get that match that we wanted. You're right. That's exactly You're right. what we're. Gonna, that's exactly what is going to happen. They're gonna pit those two together. Same way where I think there's a strong possibility we could get you know Lashley versus uh Lesnar. Lesnar. Yep. I don't know, but moving on, I I counted this as my uh, second throwaway match. We got Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. I mean, <laughs> too late so, in the show for me. That match should have been a little earlier. It should have been earlier because it's not. You know, you have Drew who. That match, I actually went to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that one. That one, I did my my one pay per view bathroom break. It was that, that match. It wasn't there wasn't much exciting about it, man. I mean, Drew ended up coming out on top. You know, we got the the we were brothers at one time type of feeling, and that that was it. Like that was that was the match. You know, there was nothing more exciting. Like to a, it. it wasn't even like a good tag team or faction, or whatever you want to call it. It's not like we're no. watching. It's not like we're watching Rollins versus Ambrose after the yeah, show broke it, up. It was the those were those yeah. were two those were two superior talented individuals. And clearly, Drew McIntyre is light years ahead of Jinder Mahal. Oh yes, like that match is not. That's not even an enjoyable match. At least, like you know, Ambrose and Rollins, or Rollins versus Reigns. Like those were enjoyable matches because those are just those are just two crazy talented individuals who are top tier you know, superstars at the, top of their, at the top of their games at that point. Where Jinder is like a B minus superstar, and obviously McIntyre is an A plus guy. Mm-hmm. That match is yeah. That's another match. So I'm like, you could have just. I mean, you could have made it something. You could have added like a stipulation or something, to make it cool, like a no holds barred. You made a street fight, even a just a tables match, like something. Something simple. cool, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, moving past that match because that's about all you can really say about it. 
Um, so we have the uh, triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. So obviously, I, I say if Charlotte gets a title shot, she wins it. So <laughs> we did Charlotte, you know, winning as champion again. But like, here's my thing: I think this match was about 15 minutes too long. They dragged this match out so, so badly to me. At- so at this point in SummerSlam, I had given it a six out of ten rating mm-hmm. because I was getting that annoyed. Like the nothing was building, nothing. The only good match at this point was I don't think Ron's and Edge had come out yet. If I'm no. if I'm not mistaken, the only good match at that point was um, RK Bro winning the title was a good match, and then obviously Priest and Priest and, Priest and Sheamus. At this point, SummerSlam was pissing me off. I'm like, this 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 card is not living up to the hype that it was. This show's not living up to the hype that it's supposed to be. And the match, the match sucked. The triple threat women's match, it sucked until the last like eight minutes. And then yep. you started seeing everyone's moves are picking up, going fast, going fast, going fast. Yep. It's like we're doing all these cool moves. Charlotte Flair does her backflip off the rope. She did a corkscrew that time. Yeah. That was impressive. Like I was because yeah. I said that too. When she went up, I was like, Oh, here comes the you know, here comes the, the moonsault she has to do every pay-per-view. And then <laughs> she did a corkscrew. I was like, Okay, we're we're switching it up a little bit. I liked it. And and then I from after like those those last eight minutes, I'm like, Okay, this match made SummerSlam a, a seven. Yeah, it I do I do agree. It started out it started out tremendously slow and it was hard oh, to it was, watch. Well, it was so bad. But I mean, we got I you know, Nikki got her she got her moment. She got to come out as champion, you know. Rhea, I feel bad for Rhea because I wanted her as champion longer still in the past, but so be it. And Charlotte's gonna lead us into to probably WrestleMania at this point as champ. So <laughs> Yeah, because it's definitely they're definitely gonna build up uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for this, for Survivor series. Absolutely. So let's talk about the match you had just previously mentioned finally. We get Edge versus Seth Rollins. You got two athletes who one of them's at the top of his prime right now being Rollins. And then you have Edge who is in one of the best shapes he's been in in forever and definitely can prove he can still go. I, me personally, I know we've all spoken on this before me, you and Kyle. I, me, I'm going to throw it in my top three matches of this year. But I think what I think, and also the reason why is not even just counting the match, counting just everything going into it. Edge's brood entrance, that was so freaking oh, cool to see. That was awesome. I mean, it kind of screwed over uh, Gangrel, but it was. I know. I wish, cool. I wish Gangrel and Christian could have been there, like just to be behind them, like how cool that would have been just to be a backup. But we still got it. You know, we still, and you could tell Edge was, he was hype to do this oh, entrance. Yeah. But then they went on and put on a fucking classic of a match. I mean, it was non-stop action. Which I think Ed should have lost. I do agree. I do agree. You know, I Ed think, this, I think you push. I think Ron should have won that match, and that's why I, I stayed in like the. I stayed in that seven out of ten range. Great match, but it didn't boost up to an eight, in my opinion, only because of the result. That's match fair. was great. Match was great. I'll, be, I'll even say 7.5, maybe teetering on 8. Great uh, no, match. I, I would agree with that. Great match. Fantastic match. Uh, but, you know, Edge being the part-time guy, more or less, you probably should have created, should have. 
Seth Rollins. When, when he came out, when he came out with the brood entrance, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, he's winning this match. Oh yeah. <laughs> if he just came out to his regular, uh, you know, on this day, I think Rollins could have won. But if, you, if you're coming out to like your your '90s theme, you didn't the special treatment. You're not losing. No. I'm sorry. You're not losing. I will say, I like that he won with a crossface. Like, I thought that was different. That is, and we got that some was, old school throwback moves as well. That we was, got the uh, that was some, that, Yeah, you know, he, uh, that was awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah. So, I, but I do agree. I think Rollins should have went over because, I mean, Edge has nothing to prove beating Rollins. As much as Rollins would have had, not really necessarily something to prove, but it would have benefited him to be Edge, you know? Yeah. All right, so let's talk about, I think, I think, I think earlier you said this was your favorite match of the night. We got Goldberg versus Bobby yeah. Lashley. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about this match that almost made me turn off my damn television. So uh, you didn't like it? I personally love that he beat the piss I, out of Goldberg. I thought this match was so bad. <laughs> I thought it was so bad every goldberg match now absolutely sucks, oh, it sucks. because his he has no wrestling ability and it that's dated back since he's debuted in wcw mm-hmm. that guy has zero wrestling ability whatsoever like he's making like serious contact with these people when you're not really supposed to you're supposed to give that illusion that i, I did just you know send you flying across the ring you yeah, know he really was trying to throw him <laughs> he was really trying to like she was really trying to like, you know, he he goes in like hurting people, and it's, uh I that match, that match was so, <laughs> it was so bad, especially like when he when MVP hit him in the back of the leg with a cane. He like looked two seconds around. He like looked around, stared at MVP, and then started hobbling. I'm like, dude, I'm like, come on, man, you're better than this, dude. Oh yeah. And then the but, spot with his, and then the spot with his son at the end. I'm like, what, what's the? I'm like, I'm like, what, what, what are you guys trying to accomplish with that, dude? When I saw that, I, all I could think, I was like, WWE really just beat, beat up a 15 year old on, on TV, and they're just like, Choke we're doing, we're choking, we're choking out. out a 15 year old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, who needs, who needs rules? Who needs laws? We're, we're choking I, out I was, the 15 year old. I was just like, I was like, come on, man, this. And like I said, I told you guys, I'm like, if Goldberg had won, I was not going to be on the show because you just do not want me to just completely obliterate everything with WWE creative. I really thought he was going to win, too. I was like, there's no reason Goldberg wouldn't win. When he started because... hobbling, I'm like, okay, this might be like a – this could be a work. This could be an actual injury. Yeah. But then I mean, when Bobby Lashley yeah, started beating his ass with a chair, I was like, mm. <laughs> He quit. In my opinion, Goldberg quit. He, he, he wouldn't get back up to fight. I don't know. Personally, I'm hoping that's the last we see of Goldberg ever. He's got one more. I really do think he has a one more match. Okay. His contract, a, at least. Hopefully, it's a mid card match, but <laughs> hopefully, it's in Japan. Oh God, yeah. No, put it in Saudi. <laughs> put it in Saudi. No, it's not. But like somewhere where I don't have to watch it. Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the big match. Finally, we did John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Personally, if you would have told me this match was going to happen two years ago, I'd have had zero interest. Zero. Because Cena was just leaving and Reigns wasn't getting the reaction that he was getting now. Mm -hmm. But now you're going in, we got the fresh, you know, or I'm not going to say fresh, but we had the baby face of John Cena. You know, we get him back and he's on top of his game with promos. 
And then you get Reigns, who is just on this great heel streak. Mm-hmm. And I think they put on a hell of a match. The I mean, because we got some of the moves we ain't seen in quite a while. You know, we got a second rope attitude adjustment. That was cool. That was badass. That was, you know, that was really awesome. We got the attitude adjustment through the announce table. I mean, it wasn't... They they threw everything, I thought, everything but the kitchen scene. They really wanted to put on a good damn main event. It, now, was, it was a good match. I'd say, I will still say I think like Edge and Rollins was better, but just being who yeah. these two people were, I thought it was a great match. Now, I do think it's funny that John Cena is now balding. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I saw that, I was just like, mm, bald. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little... Like right back yeah, here. Nothing in the back of his head now. So we did a hell of a match. And then finally, what I thought was going to happen earlier in the pay-per-view happens finally. Brock Lesnar's music hits. And that place lost their mind. Because like you said, you know, it's 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 like we've touched on before. It's it doesn't matter who you are, what you think of that superstar, when they're that big of a name and that theme song hits, oh yeah. You're coming out your chair. You're going to be, you know, what? You what? You know, I was excited. And then he walked out with a fucking ponytail. And <laughs> I I didn't know how to take the ponytail and bearded look for a minute. I know it you was. Like a, you looked like an onion. <laughs> he looked, he, wow. Yep. You're, you're right. <laughs> he looked like an onion. <laughs> he does. But I think he looks like a badass. Oh yeah, no. So he looks—he he looks like well, A's in tremendous shape. Oh, and he looks like down. He really looks like he's—he's he's gonna kick somebody's ass. He's gonna—he's gonna beat the shit out of Reigns. <laughs> and if—and uh, just a FYI to the listeners, if you hear that rumbling, there is a lot of thunder in my area right now. Oh. <laughs> we're getting—we're getting—we're getting smacked with a storm for the next two days. So. Oh, that's awesome. But um, so I read that Brock has. Eight matches, I think, in this contract he signed. So I mean that to me, that leads up to Mania. That's gonna that's eight matches that's gonna last like ten years because he's gonna leave for <laughs> six months, come he's... back, do two matches, leave, come back. I don't know, man. I think he's gonna I think they're going to really I think he's gonna be involved. This Nets run. I do. I mean, he's not gonna be full time. No, he's not gonna be there every week. But I do think he's gonna have like I do think we're gonna do like a monthly thing with him. Like he'll at least be at pay-per-views, I, I believe. Now, what is he going to be doing? There's no telling. You know, with this thing with Reigns, you can you can build this until Mania if you really want to and if you do it right. Yeah. But if for you watch... Cust- for, the, yeah. for the custody of Paul Heyman. For the custody <laughs> of <laughs> In a ladder match. In a ladder match, yes! <laughs> That's the only way we can do custody battles now, ladder exactly. matches. Um, I'm excited to see how that plays out too. You know, you get both Paul Heyman guys. You know, you get the most well-known Paul Heyman guy being Brock Lesnar, who's now going to be working as a face versus the new Paul Heyman guy of Roman Reigns. Personally, I do see this ending with Paul Heyman screwing Roman Reigns over. Mm-hmm. And Reigns but, going back to a baby face. And Reigns going back to a baby face, to which I, I think if they do it right, the fans will accept him as a baby face again. And not boo him tremendously every time he tries to walk out. But only time will tell. Yeah. So, 
So that basically covers SummerSlam. Now let's talk about what we touched on earlier. The night before SummerSlam. I mean, let's 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 be real. You love him or you hate him. Punk's one of the biggest names to ever grace wrestling. And he there's not much to say. You know, we 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 all knew going in, right? He has to debut tonight. Granted, all of us said he wasn't going to, but <laughs> it was just like I'm like I was just like it was getting too hyped up. For, yes. for, for for the right reason, like I said, we haven't seen this man in seven years in the ring. But I'm like, man, I'm like, they're building this up and watch it just be some random guy. Yeah, I've, right? seen it, I've seen it before, especially AEW, where they're like, oh, yeah, big announcement, huge announcement. We're going to do this. And it's just like, it's no one. Yeah. But yeah, no, but he opened the show. That was the, that was the loudest pop I've heard. That was the loudest pop I've heard in quite a while. I can't tell you the last time I heard a loud pop. I would say, I would say the loud that, was, that match is when Cena came back as number thirty in the Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Now, granted, Punk did have the home field advantage, of course, because what better yeah, place you to had, come back? You had, you had to do it. I did. I did. You know, I did. But no, it, no. It, to me, that was smart. That was smart to have him come back in Chicago. Because who's gonna who's gonna give you a louder ovation than your hometown? And then all outs in Chicago too. And then all outs in Chicago as well. Now, I, I mean, I will admit, I was, I was like, you know, he's going to debut. He got his, you know, shot at WWE, which I was like, all right, that's that was still funny. I, I liked how he did it though, because to me, he kind of did it with the ice cream bars, and I thought that was fucking funny. Oh, the ice cream bar thing was awesome. He said, "Everybody gets an ice cream bar on me," and he actually he really did it. I I thought I was like, that's awesome. That man probably paid thirty thousand dollars in fucking ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But you did, you know, you I think him starting the show was genius because you knew they were on a chance CM Punk the whole night if he didn't. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. So, you know, show open, CM Punk chance are happening. A new static hits, which I hope they work on it with the static. But then of course you get the guitar of Cult of Personality. And that place blew the fucking roof off, came unglued. I just that people were crying, people were cheering. I couldn't imagine the reaction that he uh, that he must have felt. Uh, dude, you saw it in his eyes. You saw it. He was happy to be back. This, this guy just couldn't believe. Like he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm here. I can't believe it. You know, I, I really thought. Uh, and in his eyes, he's like, I really thought I was never gonna come back. I really, I was dead set on not coming back. And now yeah. he's here. And now he's here. And and that's where I just hope it doesn't take a wrong turn. But I hope that if you if you know you're gonna come to AEW because you want to come to a fresh company, a fresh face, and face some fresh, you know, some n- new talent. I'm just hoping it doesn't flop. I don't think it will, but you know, only only time can really tell. Because, you know, he made the comment of, you know, I left professional wrestling in 2005. Obviously, you know, that was his allude to saying I didn't, that I wasn't wrestling in WWE, which whatever, you know, be it as you be. But he got all this, I want to, I almost want to say he got all this hatred built up for wrestling while he was with the WWE. So now it's like he's coming back. I'm just hoping that hunger is still there because you know, he's obviously he's older now. 
Yeah, and I think he has to. I think he's assuming that role of um, I need to help the young guys. Which I hope that is. I hope I hope he doesn't come in and just take the fuck over. I don't think you will. I think, I, think that's gonna get, I think that's going to get built up over time. I think eventually he'll hold a title. Oh, not he the, will. Not the, maybe maybe the title, but maybe not for a while. I think you're going to see spots of CM Punk. Like he's obviously you know Darby Allen. I think after Darby Allen, you'll see like a real feud. Like someone will come out and just like completely trash see... him and. We'll get us. We'll get his first feud where we actually we'll actually get to see CM Punk's real mic skills at work when he's actually feuding with somebody. Yeah, you get the the less restricted mic work for sure. Yeah, I I'm kind of hoping personally. I want after Darby Allen. I kind of want Punk versus Hangman Page because it's like it doesn't jump right away to you know like a title, a world title shot, or even a title shot in general. But it gives you the fresh face of Hangman, and then you get the veteran skills of Punk, and I think I think they could put on a good. I think they could put on a good match and a good yeah. segment for at least you know like maybe two months. Yeah, I mean I don't know how long Paige is out for, so. Yeah, I'll say we also take into that. Yeah, I'm not sure how long it's going to be out for. I'd, but, I'd I'd be very interested to see like what. So I think Punk and Darby is it's going to be a one time thing. Yeah, it's just a one-time match between two baby faces. Like it's just this is just to get seen. This is basically to just get CM Punk's feet wet against a really a, a grinder type of a wrestler. You know, like that, that's a good test for his like in-ring ability. Is Darby Allen? It's a very good test. This is just a Darby yeah, Allen a- has Darby has like a he's like the Energizer Bunny. The guy's just got an unstoppable motor. Just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. That's a good. It's a good very match true. to test his durability. And his um and his stamina. Now, if you're going to let's say you're going to book this match, who do you have going over though? Do you oh, want punk, to win the match? See, it's like I want you know like of course like I want Punk if you're going to come back after seven years, I want him to win his first match. But at the same time, like I want him to put I want him to put Darby over. I mean, you could put him over by like Darby. Doing certain things during the match. Oh yeah, absolutely. But the end result, the, the end result will be Punk winning. They shake hands and you walk backstage. And you walk back. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's like I just said. You know, when we started the show last week was one hell of a week for just wrestling. If you're a true wrestling fan, you enjoyed last week. Oh yeah, no, this was like the most deserved thing for us after like the 18, 20 months that we've been dealing with. Yep. This was it just was like great. the welcome. This is like this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah, and I think that's I mean, I think that's why I think that's why like Punk's return and Brock and SummerSlam, AW, like all of it, I think that's why, you know, it it, it got the deserve and it got the deserve, that didn't make no sense. It got the um respect that like a wrestling show should get. Because all these fans were uh they were they were excited. They were excited to be back. And then of course you get these returns. Like how else can you how how can you make that bigger? You know. <coughs> uh, but uh, let's talk about the exciting news for us. Oof, let's uh, let me let me hit them with it. So, um, if everyone's been following through, if everyone's been following the last few weeks, we are sponsoring Mayhem Wrestling in Panama City Beach, but. With you know some COVID with COVID cases rising up in the state of Florida, 
they have moved the show up to Tennessee. Right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, Mayhem Wrestling will be going on as planned September 11th in Tennessee. And guess what? The boys, we're traveling. We are traveling to Tennessee. We will not be missing this event. Ryan Piles, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I promised you I was going to see you September 11th. You can change it from Tennessee to Tacoma to Timbuktu. I will find you and I will get you. You are not going to slander this show. I will find you backstage. And like I said, there's going to be a great weekend for the Ride On Network, Ride On Squared Circle. They said, boys, we are taking over Tennessee. I am calling it Right On Honky Tonk. Right On Honky Tonk. That is awesome. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm messaging Mayhem. We have to get Dan in a match with Ryan Piles. It has to happen. <laughs> like, it's it's got to happen at this point, man. But we are, we're, we are, we're the right on boys. We are taking over Nashville for the weekend, and we're we're gonna bring the hell. I'm excited. I've never been in Nashville before, so um. Oh, I haven't either. This is massive for me. Like I'm, I'm just ecstatic right now. Well, hell yeah, you're traveling. You're traveling halfway around the freaking country in like just a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I, I um so. My flight is from Philly. I have to go to Charlotte, jump on a connected flight that lands in PCB, spend a few days in PCB, drive up with the boys to Nashville, drive back down to PCB, and then a few days later, I fly back home. That's better, man. We- <laughs> I'm excited, man. I feel like I'm on like a like an end of summer tour. So yeah, we got, I'm, that's I'm, what it's going to be, the end of summer tour, baby. I'm, I'm excited for this, man. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, not – not the next show, guys, but the following one will be my in-studio debut. Yes, sir. Very much looking forward to it. But until then, you guys can follow us on Facebook, right on Squared Circle. You can also follow the entire Right On Network. Fantasy Football MD will be dropping a brand new episode very soon, along with Nerd Culture. And if you saw the huge news, Right On Sports, it is coming back right in time for football season. Brand new look, brand new design. I love it. Cannot wait to hear the brand new episode. Um, also, Twitter, right on SQC. You will be seeing all of us live tweet our pay-per-views. I will be taking over the AEW all-out pay-per-view coming up. And then me and the boys, we trade off WWE pay-per-view. So please hit that like button. We have a lot of fun. I love interacting with fans. Um, I think live tweeting is you know, it's a great way to connect with people. So connect with us. Love to hear from you. Absolutely, guys. Well, Dan, you got anything else, my man? Um, no, I'm good to go. Um, it is raining cats and dogs, so I'm gonna chill inside the rest of the night. Don't blame you. Don't blame you at all. But all right, guys, you guys heard them. Please follow us in interact, you guys. We love it. But and uh, until then, uh, we will see you next week. Well, Kyle and Dan will be seeing you guys next week. I will be absent due to traveling. But tune in, you guys. They're going to put on one hell of a show like we always do every week. And we will see y'all next week. Yeah.